Hey, hey, friends. Welcome to the Billings Coaching Podcast. We're Greg and Gina Billings. We're passionate about individuals and parents living in freedom by overcoming limiting beliefs or blocks that prevent them from their desired outcomes. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Hey, we're excited you're here. Today, we are talking about legacy. Very cool. Yeah. So we're super excited to talk about it because this is something that's near and dear to our hearts. Uh, Something that we've been working on for the last, uh, since we had kids, 17 years. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this, this podcast is, Mm -hmm. it's something with which we can communicate our experiences and challenges inside of, you know, being a married couple, being parents. That's and having a dog in the background. <laughs> yeah, this is real life. Like we we do this podcast out of our home. We've got our dog walking around, kids in the background. So you may hear some of that. Lots <laughs> of activity going on, and in even including a squeaky chair, which I switched with Gina, so yeah, she gets Greg to enjoy the squeaky, squeaky chair. chair. <laughs> so uh, a little bit of uh, look into our life and what we what we uh, have going on here. So we've, we have talked about vision, we've talked about communication and mindset, and we invite you to check out those previous episodes that we've talked about those things because they, they fit right into legacy and what you're building for what you want to leave. So we want to talk about what is legacy. Like a lot of times people think legacy is, is the first thing that comes to mind is leaving money like a will or or an inheritance, something that is tangible and that you get to touch and feel, um, or a piece of property that's left, or a business. Um, Another thing that um, encompasses legacy is maybe going to a college or a university, and a person could be regarded preferentially because their parent or relative attended the same institution. And the last thing is what we're gonna cover is something that's left behind after a person has passed. Mm -hmm. And legacy is more about sharing what you've learned, not just what you've earned, and bequeathing. Bequeathing. Yes, bequeathing. Your values over valuables. So like imparting that that mindset onto your family. And I think it's a desire of our hearts to leave something Maybe not monetarily or, or monetarily, whatever your vision is in your legacy, that you leave something impactful, not only in your own family, but in the world. I, I, mm-hmm. I, at least that's my desire is to, when I'm gone, that there's something I've left behind that's made a difference. Yeah, I love that word impact. <clears throat> like how, have what I, how has what I've done impacted others? So legacy doesn't necessarily mean just from a parent to a child, but it could be from to, to a friend. It could be to an, a, another person, um, you know, a peer in your life. It could be from a teacher to a student or vice versa or a doctor to a patient. So I could, yeah, I mean, I could share an example that just happened to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. about a dear friend of mine who is is dying and he called me yesterday and um, expressed his feelings of wanting not only to say goodbye but and also also to uh, express the impact that I had on him and who he thought I was and, and to him which was a man um, 
he just was like very positive in his opinion of me and mm -hmm. and and it was very humbling to hear and he's left me with a legacy but as he suffered through i wouldn't sorry suffer is not the correct term as he knew he was going to pass on he stayed positive the whole time which lay, lay is going to leave an everlasting legacy with me of even though i'm dying and i know that my time is up that i'm going to be grateful for what i've got to experience and fortunate for what i've experienced mm -hmm. yeah like in in that moment of this is my final goodbye over the phone he was so positive he sounded great he was factual about what was happening but not dismissive or ignoring what was what was going to take place for or him in his life yeah or regretful or mm -hmm. felt sorry for himself he did none of that I mean, all those things that you might think or I might think in experiencing at, on the, on, at the steps of death, he was just extremely optim, you know, very optimistic. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a, it's odd, but it's a, a legacy that I hope to. I'm gonna. I am going to follow that example. Yeah, like so. Despite the circumstances that I'm walking through, I can still remain in this place of of gratitude and being present to who's in front of me mm -hmm. and how I'm how I'm being about it well and we are and you are the listener responsible for your legacy mm -hmm. you have choice in your legacy you can choose Absolutely. the way that it go and the way that it doesn't go per se and you can change the legacies if your family has gone a certain way you can change it and make it yours and own it individually Absolutely. and and the group and your family unit Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're we're focusing on family legacy and we want you know you to know you get to choose what you get to keep and what you get to add because parents come from two different backgrounds. We all know that you need a, a male and a female to create a baby. So we do have the dynamics of it takes two coming together to create a new life and when that child is brought into this world and those two lives those parents come together to raise that child they're going to have influence they're going to bring the the father's going to bring what he was influenced by and the mother's going to bring what she was influenced by having that child experience have a new experience so as a couple as a family you get to decide what do we get to keep and what what do we not want to keep? So the legacy that we're talking about here is more like a mission statement for your family. Mm -hmm. A good question to ask yourself is who is my family and what inspires us? So this legacy allows for your family to be intentional about decisions like Greg was talking about. And it acts as a plumb line for each of you. And if you don't know what a plumb line is, a plumb line is a... So in construction, because my my architecture background <laughs> is you lay you lay a, a string. Let's say like you're building um, building bricks for laying bricks for a brick <laughs> a brick building, and you would lay a string that helps you guide to keep it straight. So that plumb line helps to keep our family on track as we are as we have uh, matured and developed and stepped into our family legacy, created it, we always go back to that plumb line. 
if, if we start to feel like it's wavering or something is off, we'll go back to that plumb line and say, does this align with who we are and what we're up to? And it should be simple and meaningful to your family. So you were saying a new legacy mission statement is a formal summary of aims, values, company, organization, or individual. In our case, it's a family. Yeah, so good questions to ask yourself is who is our family? I was trying to come up with some kind of joke around because you're the construction person in the family and I'm the chef in the family so I was thinking of the fruit a plum line but I couldn't anyway <laughs> well like baking a pie there's a plum line <laughs> well I, I'm thinking about like when you make the crust you put something heavy in the bottom of it to keep it weighted down right you, you can't yeah I mean yeah you can I'm just still trying anyway <laughs> Trying to be funny, and I'm not. It's not working. Oh, so. So as a group, you could also ask, "What inspires you? Who are you? Who is your family? Mm -hmm. How do you want to show up for one another, or for others? You know, what legacy do you want to carry on? How do you want your family to be represented in the community or, or you know, in your neighborhood? Mm -hmm. And what are a couple words that describe you and your family? And do these words carry you through different seasons of life? And sometimes it's it's challenging to identify those. And that's why we became coaches, not only to share our experiences, but to also walk alongside you, the listener, in a larger, you know, in another capacity to help you navigate outside of you, can, you aren't getting what you need or want or the results you want that we want to walk alongside you and help you create that legacy mm -hmm. or mission. Yeah, overcoming those uh, beliefs that are limiting for you. And if you're having difficulty believing, I, how do I really get there? For our family legacy, we, have, we say we want to love, honor, and respect others. And each other. And each other. So others would be included in each in others. Yeah. <laughs> um, be the best version of, of ourselves daily and love God. And I know that what I've shared my alcohol story and my past mm -hmm. with you and I, I certainly could have lived into that it's like a, a legacy that I was given that I was just going to be that way because of whatever circumstances that might have happened in my life or chose to creating a new legacy where my children have and I've shared this before our children have had very limited access to alcohol in the home for example mm-hmm where it was around in my, you know, it was around in my home. Not that it was a problem. It wasn't, it wasn't my parents' fault. Um, it wasn't my, you know, that it was there, but it just was there. Mm -hmm. So here it's yes. not. Yeah, so that was important for us that it wasn't even, it's not in our home. It's not something that we use. Um, I don't drink. I did continue to drink a little bit after Greg was sober, and I did enjoy a glass of wine every now and then. And then I, I just started getting so sick from drinking it that I completely stopped drinking it about four years ago. So I've been sober myself for four years. And it's not, there's nothing wrong with drinking. We're not no. saying there's anything wrong with drinking. If you drink, it's fine. You're, you're totally fine. With uh, myself in general, it was just, it became a problem or a, you know, opportunity to improve myself and just not be that drinker. So it's been an amazing journey for me. I don't miss it. You know, my kids don't 
Yeah, so that don't it, have hangover dad. That's that's not a Unless legacy. Too much sugar. That's a legacy that we stopped in our family. <clears throat> yeah, is the issues that uh, Greg had with alcohol and the ones that I had. It wasn't something that we wanted around. You know, if our children choose to drink when they're of age, they're more than welcome to do that. We don't badmouth it. Um, so. Yeah, there's like people you go out to dinner or something and they drink around me and then they look at you like, is this okay? It's okay. You can drink around me. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to fall off the train. If you want to call it a train, I'm just, it's, it's totally fine. You do you, I'll do me. Yeah. So in our, our vision of what we want our family to look like and the legacy that we want to leave, we want one of good health, not only mentally, but physically. This aligns with who we are and our children respond to that. They enjoy that we do take care of ourselves, that we are active, that we eat well, that we once in a while we have some treats. And we like to bake, we like to make new recipes and do new things. Taking the health, healthiest version on it as possible the last episode wouldn't have said that because I think I know I said I was tired after eating I know Halloween you, you candy. Ate Halloween candy. So, we do eat Halloween candy. <laughs> so last night we made homemade pretzels. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a legacy that we've created with the kids, at least as I have as the chef slash baker, to uh, open up the door to new recipes, new ideas. What do you want to do? How do you instead of going and buying a pretzel, which is easier, you know, learn how to make a pretzel, twisting it. In the baking of different things, it's really cool to see how the kids respond to, oh, I can buy that off the shelf at the store, but in Greg's expertise of cooking, he knows how to make it because I do not. (laughs) I am not the cook. I'm a really good cleaner, and Greg is a really good cook, and he's a good teacher. And our kids want to learn, so he, he makes it fun for them. And I, I know that I wouldn't make it for fun for them. And so I, I hand that over and, and I let that go. We enjoy the role and the, the giftings that each of us are, are gifted with. Regina's got a design eye. She's got a beautiful eye for not just um, architecture and buildings and the appreciation of different structures but also uh, design and aspect to clothes you know putting being able to clothe you know look good when you dress and the girls are definitely yes um, so that's the legacy that we work we get to bequeath was that the word bequeath bequeath. onto our children (laughs) sounds so formal bequeath what i love to watch about greg and the kids cooking together is greg's passion for cooking he knows a lot about how um, things come together and like what works well with each other. And like he makes his marinara and meat sauce and it is amazing, so amazing. Like we like to eat it like soup rather than um, it's not just good with pasta, but he adds sugar to it. And I had no idea that something like tomatoes and sugar that those would go together like that chemical reaction would create something so good i had a little bit of sugar to the mashed potatoes too oh you do yeah sorry oh my gosh they're so good hate to break it to you but 
there's a bitterness to sometimes to tomatoes so you have to uh, enjoy them taste them because there's an acidity and it balances out the acidity same with mashed potatoes they can be a bitterness to a mashed potato and that addition of uh, sugar can just adds that little little bit of love sugar sugar love Yes. So focusing back on legacy, our children get to experience something different in their relationship with us, in their maturing of who they are, our maturing of who we are. Like we're different parents than we were 17 years ago when our first we had our first child. Thank goodness. Yeah, we, we've learned so much. We've come through a lot of different mindsets. There was the things that we each needed to work out in ourselves to come to this place of, hey, we're putting our kids first. We're, we're taking care of ourselves so that we are taking care of our kids. Yeah, we're put, yeah I mean, and it changed the family because it's collaborative too. I mean, it's, it's not like it's our decision. It's the family unit's decision, mm-hmm. right? I'm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we, we talked a little bit about that in communication of each person being known and honored and heard. That builds upon our legacy so people in our family know that they are honored, known, and heard and not left going, well, I didn't have much say in my family. I wish that it would have gone differently or I needed to say this, but I didn't say that. We're, we're aware of the different personalities of our children and honoring who they are so that they can they can voice what they need to voice that they know that they have the freedom to do that to speak their their mind and not be met with um, condemnation or ridicule or be turned away we want to encourage you to look at your family and what legacy you're creating for your family and for each other, and also creating a mission statement for your family. And a mission statement is a just a roadmap, or a mission statement is a statement of who you are as a family, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like an overarching goal line or goal place, like that plumb line that I was talking about. This, if there's decisions to be made, we go back to that mission statement. Does that align with who we are? So our, our family legacy is to love, honor, and respect others and each other and be the best version of ourselves daily. So we go back to if I'm in a situation, let's say I'm, you know, my kids are, the kids are fighting with each other. The youngest, you know, the, one of our sons and one of our daughters are arguing with each other over the remote and who gets to watch what, we're going to go back to the person being loved, honored, and respected. Let's have a conversation about it. You know, we let them work it out and use their tools so that they have this playground to utilize what we've modeled. We will be there with listening to the conversation and giving any guide points where it's needed. But ultimately, we, we want our kids to figure out inside of that legacy and that mission statement, how to, how to figure it out in the safety of our own home, not outside, you know, when they're at the magic age of 18 and then they have to figure out how, how to do life on their own. We want them to have 
the playground inside of our home and being able, being able to have that freedom to ask questions when they arise, like, well, why can't I just have the remote and watch what I want to watch? Well, we live in a family, and do you want somebody to come in and take over the remote when you're watching something? Or would you rather that they ask you? Think about what it's like for that other person, like having compassion, having that respect for that, for that other person, knowing that they're going to receive it in return. And when I, when I give it out, then I'm going to receive it back. So you'd say our mission statement is to love God, love, honor, and respect each each other in our home, and also be the best version of ourselves. Well, it's not only respecting each other in our home, but other people. Yeah, I, I yeah. I'm that's not, why I'm, that's why I'm being going back to that point of got it. Others is not only people in our family, but people outside of our home. Yeah, and they have that already always of us and who we are as a family out there in with the people that we know in the community that we're in Mm -hmm. Uh, that reminds me of when our son our oldest son turned 13 he was a teenager inside of our community he was riding around i think he was riding scooters then and i reminded him to be respectful of other people in the neighborhood that watch out for people on the sidewalks and in the street and that sometimes people don't have the same viewpoint of teenagers that we do. Like we love teenagers. We think that it's really cool that they look at seeing life in a new light and exploring who they are as an as a older and mature person. And some people have this listening of teenagers like they are up to no good and they're going to cause havoc. So Presenting him with that, what some people think, empowered him to go out and operate in the world. Because we don't live in fantasy land. Mm -hmm. Our world, our home, and our family life is a certain way. And there are, in reality, there is in reality how people do view teenagers in this circumstance. So it did empower him. So when he came... There was a woman who did yell at him. <laughs> she didn't like him whizzing by on his scooter. And she, he said, I'm sorry, ma'am. You know, I won't do that again. So he very humbly respected what she had to say and made sure he didn't ride his scooter near her house anymore. And I can see how that could have been for him like... Oh, you know, I was just riding my scooter, and that, you know I can ride my scooter wherever I want to go. He could have made up, you know, gone in, down a big long rabbit hole, and she could have been really angry and upset with him and caused havoc. And that's our neighbor. He took it upon himself with that knowledge to go. Oh, okay, this is that place to use my respect and to honor her. Because I, I was, he was empowered with information, and he knew the, the, the right way to act. So he responded in a way that showed the love, honor, and respect of our neighbor. Yeah, absolutely. And all our kids are very respectful. The community in whole, it, it have always said, and our kids aren't perfect. They are not, but they have been very, well, they're very respectful out in the community. 
-hmm. with um, other parents, with other adults, with other children, very helpful and very involved. And they just want to help. Uh, like we want to make a difference in their lives. They want to make a difference in people's lives. Uh, they're, they're modeling what we're creating. Um, and we are, yeah, again, we aren't perfect, but we uh, definitely want we're them to emulate, it. you know, they want, we want them to model what we do. And our generosity and the community, that one time when the kid had money, it was around the holidays, and they wanted to give money to some people that were on the side of the, the, the road, and it was awesome, it, on, the, on their own, mm-hmm. not by any not prompting. Not prompted by us. No. I mean, it was, a, it was really an emotional time for me because I, I, I was like, wow, what, you know, what, what would make them give up $5 to this family? But it's because they saw someone without, and they wanted to help. And it was just an incredible example of um, God's love for them. So I recommend you take a look at your legacy. What is your family mission statement? Mm-hmm. Um, do you have one? Yeah. What do you do within your family? We want to hear what your family is doing. Um, and if there's anything you need, we want to walk alongside and partner with you and help coach you through yeah, as, as coaches, that's what we're trained to do is we have tools and techniques to uncover those blocks that are in the way that prevent you from having that legacy that you want. Or that relationship you have with your child that might be a disconnect, that might be a missing. It might be as simple as having a, you know, a few sessions of coaching just to talk through it and uh, have a different perspective on you know, what is going on. As coaches, we're trained to ask those questions to get out what's inside of you you know we we don't do therapy you know therapists and counselors are amazing and do a great job at what they're trained to do and as coaches we are trained to work with what's inside of you and take that and bring it out and remove remove those limiting beliefs and those blocks Mm -hmm. and it i swear it doesn't hurt exactly (laughs) That's like uh, Tiger Woods taking a swing. He's got a swing coach that shows him something from a different perspective on how his swing or where his swing is off. Where he, When he's just in swing, it is just that. He's not seeing that he's twisting his body a certain way. Or you know, a baseball player, a hockey player, or any other sports athlete, or any uh, a chef, if you're not using a, a knife properly or not following a recipe properly, that... So, we want to help. So, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We want to hear about your family legacy. Uh, How's it coming along? Yep. Blessings. And we will see you next week with a new topic and new discussion. Yes, I believe. Next week, we are talking about focus. So, what are you focusing on? See you next Wednesday. See ya. Join us next Wednesday. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at Billings Coaching. Please like, comment, and share. Our website is GinaBCoaching.com. Thank you again and have a great day.